Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. That's JimAllen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate. The Drive with Tim Donnelly, Paul Ihander here, Brian Murphy from WRL-TV here as well. Tim is off today. He is back tomorrow. We kick things off with football at 4 with the latest news. Andy Dalton, one minute closer to being the new starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. That is not a joke. Not a joke. Uh, Bryce Young did not participate in practice today due to an ankle injury we were not made aware of Brian uh after Sunday's game or Sunday's or Monday's loss in against New Orleans. Yeah, and that's the thing you got to remember short week. I mean they they played Monday night, now they've got to go all the way to Seattle on on, Sat- on Sunday. Uh it, I, he needs to play. I mean injury aside whatever, I mean you you want him to get as many snaps as many reps in as many games as possible uh and you certainly don't want a lingering injury but I mean, this is a situation where he could grow. Playing on the road at Seattle, not easy. Certainly want him to do that. You don't really learn anything by Andy Dalton playing this game. Except that Andy Dalton is either the wonderful backup quarterback veteran that you would hope that you would sign in the offseason, or he's just another long line and a long line of guys that just like, eh, okay, well, we'll just... When when, when Bryce gets healthy, we'll drop him back in there and see what happens. Well, it's a strange thing, right? Does Andy Dalton actually give you a better chance to win that game? Oh, uh, no, you don't think so? No, he does not. He okay. does not give me a better chance to win that football game because he hasn't played in he hasn't played full time in two games already this season. He's coming in cold. He's not prepared to be the one right now. I mean, he, he could be. I guess he could have. He took first team reps today uh, with that team. But if Bryce's ankle feels better tomorrow, Andy Dalton's not going to be the first team guy. He's, right. he's he, he he's not going to get those snaps. And as long as, but if it bounces back and forth, either he's healthy or he isn't at this point. I mean, if he's if he can play, he's playing. You yeah, know, absolutely. And he's the starter. Yeah. And no matter if Dalton gives you a better chance to win this specific game, you're playing Bryce Young because that's what this season's about. The season's about developing Bryce Young as best as you can. Right. Bryce Young is, I think, the projected stats were like 3,200 yards, 3,300 yards passing this season. He's nowhere near that number. Uh, <laughs> let's be honest, everybody. He's nowhere near that number. But That's 200 I think, yards a game. Right. I think, but <laughs> we're working with threes and fours, right? Adam Thielen, DJ Chark, you know. And, and, and look, you, you mentioned it in, in the earlier hour, but, you know, Shaq Thompson's already hurt. J.C. Horn's already hurt. Brian Burns and Justin Houston didn't were limited in practice today. I mean, now the defense, which was going to carry this team, allow you to win games 17-16 or, you know, 13-9. Now the defense is starting to, f- to fall apart in the sense that you got to stay healthy. I mean, that's one of the keys to these NFL seasons. Which team is the healthiest at the end usually wins already. We're in. We're heading, entering week three, and, and two of your best defensive players are already, already – long-term injuries and then two more of your best defensive players are dealing with with nicks and and bruises and stuff and missing practice or at least being limited in practice every nfl team goes through these cycles they go through the cycles of injury they go through the cycles of bumps and bruises just it doesn't feel like for the amount of hope and amount of just kind of yes this is going to be a good year for us it's coming at the absolute wrong time for panthers fans the fans what do you do 
what do you do? Do you do? There was a video in that first in the first game when the when when the Cowboys beat the New York Giants in in week one in forty to nothing, where there was a video of the Giants fan getting up from his seat like ten rows back from from the uh, from the end zone and him ripping off the jersey, throwing it down on the ground and yelling, "I'm done." And there have to be. And I can only imagine, again, you're loyal or you're not loyal, wherever it is, but there's a different kind of fandom for every NFL fan base. But NFL fan bases are truly loyal and locked into their teams. For a Panthers fan to pull off that Bryce Young jersey or that Adam Thielen jersey that they just bought or that Brian Burns jersey that they're like, okay, should we have bought that because they haven't (laughs) signed him to an extension yet and they're probably not going to? Should we have picked that thing up? pulled it off our shoulders, thrown it down on the ground saying, I'm done. I'm not quite at that point yet. But when push comes to shove with this team, where we've hired the friendliest coach in the world that nobody denies, that that people like Frank Reich, they love him for all the right reasons. He's a legacy, you know, Charlotte, Carolina guy, and surrounded himself with all this coaching talent. When it comes to the 53-man roster that's being put out in front of us, there are just too many bumps and bruises to overcome right now. Yeah, I mean, you you know, it feels like overreact. I mean, it feels like we're overreacting. They're zero and two, long season. They're already two games behind everybody. Everybody in the division. The other two, the other three teams are all two and zero. The other three teams seem like they figured something out. You know, David Carr. I mean, Der- uh, Derek Carr, not David. Poor David. Talk about young quarterback in a bad situation. Right. Uh, got run out of the league. You know, Baker Mayfield seems to be going through some kind of renaissance there in, in Tampa, Atlanta even without the best quarterback, seems to have figured some th- stuff out. I, it, what worries me is you don't have your first-round pick. The defense is already banged up. The, the the players that we thought were sort of these average NFL veterans that you brought in are proving to be kind of average NFL veterans that you brought in. Like, I'm looking and saying, what's going to change? Is Bryce going to get better? Hopefully. I mean, he should get better. Maybe he can start to scheme some stuff up. Uh, maybe maybe this all-star coaching staff, you know, find something here or there. But you know, you just start to look at it. And you're like, how's like where's the where's the magic? Like you, where- you have a team of complementary players right now. Yeah, they're all complementary guys. The superstar that you want to be the superstar is a young dr- number one draft pick who has played two all of two NFL games right now. And undersized, he's the guy you want stirring your drink and right now that drink is basically a glass of water right you can win with complimentary pieces if you're pat mahomes patrick mahomes like his wide receivers aren't great his running backs aren't great but he makes the whole thing work and now he's got a, a hall of famer at tight end which helps um and a hall of famer playing defensive tackle as well and a hall of famer on the sidelines yeah i mean you know but you know that works you can get away with average skill players when you got a superstar somewhere I mean, look what Minnesota's done, right? Cousins is a slightly above average NFL quarterback, but he's got a superstar wide receiver that opens up everything else. You know, all of a sudden Jordan Addison is really good and KJ Osborne is really good because Justin Jefferson draws so much attention. There's not, there's nobody on this team that can help Bryce Young that says, all right, look, I'm Stefan Diggs. I'm going to draw two defenders. That means your tight end's going to be running open. That means you're, you're, you know, we could set up some screen game. There's nobody like that. Nobody dynamic enough on this Panthers offense to change the field for you. To and, and that's why Bryce Jones is going to have to make tough throws all year, tight windows because none of these guys are going to be running wide open. Now I want Miles Sanders to be that guy, but Miles Sanders was great in the Eagles scheme. With the Eagles offensive line. With an Eagles offensive line and a dynamic playmaker that Bryce Young can be. 
but the expectation right now is not meeting real is not meeting reality at this point. All right, let's shift gears just a little bit as we continue our football at four here on 99.9 The Fan. The Drive, Tim Donnelly is out today. He'll be back tomorrow if you're wondering. Mel Tucker is on his way out at Michigan State, and the short list of candidates uh, behind him includes a guy that just happens to reside here in the Triangle in Mike Elko, where Tim Donnelly, the host of this show here on The Drive, would suggest that Duke, which does not report publicly about any of the numbers or any of the contract numbers needs to gather all of its NIL, whatever happens to be out there and put something in front of Elko, make him an offer. He cannot <laughs> refuse to stay here forever because he is literally at the top of this list. CBS sports, uh, Pete Tamil put out uh, a list about, or, uh, uh, not Pete Tamil, but uh, put out this list of potential coaching kind of guys that could be poached to go to a Dennis Dodd, uh, much apologies to Dennis Dodd, of guys who could replace Mel Tucker at Michigan State. And right off the top, Mike Elko, head coach, Duke Blue Devils. Look, his name's going to come up with every job that opens up in both the SEC, you know, the SEC and the, and the Big Ten. Because those are the conf- only conferences, I think, that can pull coaches out of the ACC. Uh, you know, you're not going to move laterally to, to the Big 12. So you're worried about openings in the Big Ten and the SEC, the two conferences that have more money than anybody else. And you're right. Duke has enough alumni that they can put together an offer to keep them there if it's only about money. Um, but sometimes it's about, hey, I want to go prove myself in, in one of the best conferences there is. The Big Ten is going to be tough. It's going to be tough to win at Michigan State. You've already got to beat Michigan and Ohio State and Penn State, and now we're adding USC and Oregon and Washington. We saw what happened. Washington played Michigan State. Washington crushed them. Um, so do you want to go to a job like that where even, even if you're great, you finish sixth in the Big Ten. You're getting. You're not making the playoff if you finish sixth in the Big Ten. I, so I don't. Does he wait? Does Elko has Elko built up enough here at Duke where he can choose? He can be choosier about which jobs that he takes. Well, recruiting classes will come. Uh, will come with the the success that he has. Recruiting classes a little bit different now in this NIL era and obviously the transfer portal. But you know, for him, but we saw Sean Lewis go. You know, he he talked about that that the move that he made to go be the OC for Deion Sanders at Colorado. He had this list of places he wanted to go that made sense, and then had discussions with the family, saying, "All right, is this worth me leaving a head coaching job to go take an OC job in a much more prestigious conference in a bigger position?" Does Elko have that same kind of like, like you know what? Do I do I stick it out here for a little bit, see what happens if I can be that contender that you mentioned in the ACC? Because right now the ACC has kind of opened up just a teeny bit with Clemson struggles. Obviously, Florida State trying to emerge back into the, I guess, uh, the Bobby Bowden era of Florida State where they were always dominant and towards the top. Uh, you see that that window opening, but Duke with the profile more than anything else, where he could be, with no better with no better uh, example to make. The Bobby Bowden of Duke. Yeah, I, I mean, I think at Duke you can record, recruit great quarterbacks, which is which matters a lot. Um, and secondly, he signed an extension through 2029. He has said repeatedly, this is, I chose Duke. I mean, he had chances to go to other jobs that were open during the same time. He said, I chose Duke. Look, I, I coaches say one thing one day and change their mind the next. I get it. But it does feel like he wanted to be here. Um, is that enough to stop him from taking one of these big jobs? Like, if he took the Michigan State job, I'm not sure anyone would be disappointed. If he took the Northwestern job, I think Duke fans could rightly say, 
what are you doing? Like, we're a better job than that job. I mean, it might pay you more, but you got no chance to win at Northwestern. You got a chance to win at Duke. So again, that window might be open enough for him right now to where that stays. But money does talk, and coaches do change minds. <laughs> and uh, like the wind blows, we know where things can go for sure. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly here with Coach Pete of Capital Financial Advisory Group. Coach, is it still true that a million is enough to retire on? Tim, maybe and maybe not. The most important thing is to get a real plan that gives you income you never outlive. We'll give that away to the next 10 people. Call right now. The number to call, 800-691-3215. Text TIM to 600-700 if you're interested in texting. Once again, that phone number is 800-691-3215 or text TIM to 600-700 for that deal. Shohei Otani has undergone the elbow procedure. He is sitting out the rest of the season and will not pitch, according to his agent, in 2024. David Schoenfeld of ESPN offers his thoughts on what that means in terms of his free agency. Now that it's official that Shohei Otani won't pitch in 2024, we can start to speculate what that means for his free agency. First, the odds from Vegas, because we always care what Vegas thinks. They list the favorites as the Dodgers, the Mariners, and the Giants. Anything there? Who knows, maybe Vegas has some secret inside information. The interesting thing here is what kind of contract does Otani want? I could see him accepting a short-term deal, prove himself as a pitcher when he comes back in 25, and then maybe opt out based on how well he pitches that year and go for a longer deal at that time. A shorter deal also gives him a chance to see if he likes his new organization, perhaps to see if they win, which he never experienced with the Angels. No. <laughs> no. Who no. takes the who ever <laughs> takes the shorter contract? Otani is not taking a bridge deal to see if he likes a team. Whoever no one ever takes the shorter contract. Go get your money. David, you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. He is not taking a bridge deal. He's not going to figure out if he likes that team or not. He's going to go to a team that's going to pay him the most amount of money. He may get the opt-outs. I mean, he may get the 10-year deal with the opt-out after three and the opt-out after six. I mean, I could see him doing something like that where it's all in his control. I get to decide if I opt out. Um, but if I decide I don't want to opt out, I could stay. You know, that those are the contracts the players are signing these days. They have all the power when it comes to them. But he is not signing a two-year deal, see if I like New York or Seattle or Milwaukee or whatever. Right, because it turns into a prove-it deal for a guy who says he's not going to pitch in year one, but we'll pitch in year two. The surgeon who did the did the uh, the elbow procedure is the Los Angeles Dodgers team doctor who does all of them, Neil uh, Alatresh, Alat, I can't pronounce his last name to be honest. He does all the big ones. All that he did. These are the Tommy John. Yeah, he does the is Tommy John. Is this the second surgery. Tommy John? Well, he didn't do Tommy John. They didn't do Tommy John okay. this time. They just fixed, they reinforced the stronger ligament is what they did this time. Allows him to hit and allows him in terms of recovery to pitch in 25. So if I'm a GM in one of these, say it is one of those teams that, that Schoenfeld mentioned, it, the Dodgers, the Giants, or the Mariners, and we can, we can include the Red Sox and the Yankees if we, if we want to because there are really only a handful of teams that have that kind of capital that are going to be able to pay for Shohei Otani. And, they all have the capital. And become sort of a contender. Well, let's start talking about the capital part of that capital. Are you willing to pay the price that has been suggested for Shohei Otani even before he was injured? which was half a billion dollars over the course of 10 seasons. The next decade for Shohei Otani, 
for five hundred million dollars. He'll be thirty next year, so you're paying for seasons thirty through thirty nine. I think I I honestly think five hundred million is not going to. I think you don't be, think that closes the deal at five hundred no. million dollars. No, even knowing that he's not going to throw for you, and maybe probably won't be a two-way player for the duration of that 10-year contract. There's right. no way. How many way. pitching seasons you get a, you're, are you getting out of a 10-year contract with him? I'm if, if 25, if everything holds up, let's just say best-case scenario, 25, two-way player, which we don't have a lot of precedent for it. I think he maybe, if he's a regular starter the way that the Angels used him, as a regular starter, I think he might get five more years to where, because we live in a DH-friendly Major League Baseball now, he just turns into that kind of a DH or maybe could play a position, but he doesn't need to. He was an outfielder in Japan. He did play first base. so He's, he's got great speed, He can, yeah, he and can, he obviously has a great arm. Yeah, he can throw and make throws. And Again, we're talking about an incredibly special player, but I'm not going to get him to pitch the entire time. So I'm really paying for Shohei Otani, the hitter. Can I you truly am. I, I mean, we're looking in the future. Can you get four years as a starter and maybe a John Smoltz-type end of his career where – where he's a closer for you? A crafty reliever, but I don't he think doesn't he doesn't need to be a crafty reliever. But even if he has the velocity, the rigors right. and the rigors of a 162 game season, and hopefully he lands with a contender, means he's got another 20 more games right. in him. I, I, so I, I'm a Yankees fan. Aaron Judge, they almost had to sign him because of, of where they were in the team. And it took 10 years and 400 million to sign him. They had to trump the the offer from the Padres and the Giants. Ten years, four hundred million. I think that's like the baseline. Like that, like that is the conversation starter. But I think by the time we're said and done, eleven years, five hundred fifty million. Eleven years, six hundred million. I mean, it's it, the, that's really hard for me to swallow. <laughs> I mean, a lot of things are. But I mean that's very that's I think that's challenging for any sort of team to go okay we're going to build our next decade around this one player and if we screw this up we will be the just- Angels you'll be the Angels that's the problem right they they're paying Mike Trout 40 million a year they got Otani on kind of a discount deal right uh they're paying Rendon I mean they've tried to go this you're the Mets they paid 44 million for Scherzer 44 million for DeGrom uh, you know, Lindor has got thirty million dollar contract, and and it didn't work. Like, it's t- the if I'm him and I want to win, and I want a lot of money, I it's the easiest decision ever. I'm signing with the Dodgers. And he's just he's going to hit. He's going to hit next year. I know that they, they've got Mookie Betts, they've got Freddie Freeman, they've got a farm system yep, that just term. is producing player after player after player. I'm if if it's all about winning, I'm signing with the Dodgers. I'm sure they'll offer him a competitive salary. You know, maybe the <laughs> but, but competitive I mean, salary. But I mean, yeah. like maybe the Giants offer more, or maybe the Padres offer more, or maybe the Mariners offer a little bit more. But I'm taking my 500 million with the Dodgers if 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 I care about winning as much as he says he does, or I'm signing with the Mariners. Quite frankly, they got a nice young nucleus up and coming. Obviously, Seattle a, a, a friendly place for a Japanese player. We we saw it with Ichiro. Uh, obviously, you know the, the population there, the population in Vancouver. I don't. I mean, I think one of those two places because I think they're both equipped to win and equipped to to deal with the demands of of that Otani brings. I think Otani has to take. He needs the cake, and he needs the icing, and he wants to be able to eat it, and he needs all those things. And I do agree with you. 
the closest team among all these teams that could be playing in the postseason, really outside of a turnaround that could happen with the Yankees, would be the Los Angeles Dodgers. The question is, and they do have, and they have been making those moves financially to get to that point. The question is, is this is the all-in? Like this is the guy, right? This is the all-in guy. We are not seeing. There aren't other guys like this. This is why Aaron Judge was. That's why the Padres are taking such a big swing for Aaron Judge was because there aren't many of these guys that are available at this point. I mean, again, timing, right? Well, Juan Soto's about to come up, and he's only going to be like 25. Like, And he is probably a better hitter than Otani, but Otani brings all the pitching, all the hitting, and all of the other stuff. Like, your games are going to be televised in Japan. You're probably going to get a television contract from, from some Japan television station. You're going to sell so much more merchandise, so many more tickets. Like... That all factors in your your television contract's going to go up. That all factors in, like, imagine if Colorado could redo their own individual television contract right now. Like, that's what the Dodgers or the Mariners or the Padres or whatever team he signs with may be able to do and say, wait, I got 10 years of Shohei Otani. I think your ratings are going up. I think you need to pay me a little bit more. Like, so we talk about 500 or $600 million, but there's ways to offset that almost immediately. Increase ticket sales. You know, whatever you get from Japan, whatever you get from your television provider, increased merchandise sales. So I look at it as an investment, you know, and you're not investing in, I mean, we've seen a lot of lesser players get a lot of money. You're investing in a, a true phenomenon. The championships are coming. They'll have to be close for Shohei Otani to make that move for sure. Tim Donnelly here for DraftKings. The wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of NASCAR, and it is now live in North Carolina. Now you can legally bet on all your favorite sports anytime, anywhere, right here in North Carolina with DraftKings. For a limited time, new customers who sign up with promo code 999 and bet $5 will receive $250 instantly in bonus bets. DraftKings has the best features, including same-game parlays, player props, and more, with fast and easy payouts right at your fingertips. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now using code 999 and bet $5 to get $250 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code 999. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 8-777-185-543 or visit morethanagame.nc.gov. 21 plus, North Carolina only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Deposit and eligibility restrictions apply. Terms at DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook slash NC. NASCAR is not a sponsor of this promotion and used under license.